Quiet on the set. Camera speed. Sound production, take one. Action! What's up, everyone? This week on the show, the next great psycho horror slasher has given a documentary crew exclusive access to his life as he plans his reign of terror over the sleepy town of Glen Echo. We are talking 2006's cult classic, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Hey, man, you want to watch a movie? everybody and welcome back to the semi-social movie club i am your host cody wilson alongside the velociraptor wrangler himself aj how's it going buddy dude for just a second i thought you had chris pratt here i was waiting for him to come in the door <laughs> i was really excited <laughs> but shit, you mean me uh, I do. thank you buddy i'm doing really well um I, it's been a good week and i'm really excited uh to get started today but uh but how are you doing i'm good man also with us this week we have the herald of screams and screens and the ghost host himself johnny b how's it going buddy pretty good How about yourself hey man I, like i said I'm, I'm doing good like it's i'm rolling with it baby i like his nicknames a lot more than mine <laughs> <laughs> well, when you, well when you actually have nicknames i can go off of it all of your usernames are just aj yeah, I'm now I'm gonna change it to at just AJ. At just I AJ. promise you, it's already taken. But if it's not, it will be me. Hell yeah, I expect to see it. I expect no. to see a tweet afterwards. It's it's uh, AJ underscore Astro. I know what it is, so, motherfucker. I want them to know what it is. I mean, we're not just trying to pump up likes on the on the social itself. All right. We're working on this is mindless self promotion. To go with some self promotion, real quick, guess what? You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SemiSocialMC. That's yeah. good. Keep that shit up. I know, right? Self promote. So, speaking of self promotion, Johnny, the Herald of Screams and Screens is here. Uh, that is at Screams in Screens, correct? Yes. Yeah. So, everyone needs to get over there on Twitter and uh, follow our boy here talking about. All the horror and amusement park stuff is possible. Mostly horror for now, but amusement park stuff is coming. You yeah. talk about you're amusement park. You're stuff? talking about oh, Halloween yeah. horror nights. Yeah. I, I I count that. Like, Wait, uh, horror theme parks or all theme parks? Uh, mostly Universal and Disney. Oh, but you so you don't have a lot of opinions on like local Magic Springs? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I thought he was like, I moved here because it has an amusement park. <laughs> no. Um, I but, feel bad for anyone that moved here for Magic Springs. Yeah. 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 So uh, follow uh, Johnny on his Screams and Screens. Follow him on everything follow, as well. Follow him around. Like, hey, <laughs> there he is. There he is. <laughs> see where he works and then watch him leave work and follow him home and like just for like two weeks and see how it goes. <laughs> Let also, us I'm going to live this movie that we're about to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Awesome. So, oh, wait. Cool. I. Th- I'm, hold on, I'm speaking freely. I think I learned too much. <laughs> yeah, you said follow him. That was my first thought. But you mean on socials. Okay. Yeah, I just mean on socials, buddy. Come okay. on, man. I'm going to need you to back it down a little bit. Yeah. Do you know what time it is? What time is it, buddy? It's time to talk about some snacks, baby. Snacks? Snacks segment. Okay, what do you want? Cheerios. Cheerios. They don't got Cheerios. What else? Lasagna. Lasagna? What the hell's the matter with you? We'll take uh, hotcakes and sausage. All right, man. So what did you enjoy during the movie you know (laughs) i I feel a little ashamed i don't know why okay i'll tell you why (laughs) because (laughs) look i didn't watch this movie until like 10 30 right at night um and so my only snack was like half a a pound maybe (laughs) it felt like that of uh jalapeno popper dip my wife had made some the night before for a party we went to and there were leftovers and she was trying to give them away and i was like okay yeah yo I'll, i'll put them in the fridge and i'll just put them in our bag (laughs) <laughs> to bring it back like the dish and uh so i polished that off and it felt like a lot but m- maybe it wasn't but it probably was fair <laughs> so and that's all i had <laughs> no nothing to drink nothing just that with crackers the same way. <laughs> so what did you have johnny did you enjoy anything uh, while you watched the movie i think i had zebra cakes and water okay fair I that's do. a that's a I new one baby there we dude. go i do too. do you do you pull the zebra cakes I, I, apart? no he fucking doesn't you goddamn animal <laughs> i don't do that i don't do that not with zebra oh cakes. oh my god i thought it was just like a little <laughs> debbie conundrum up in here it's like fuck man it's every little debbie um no nah, man i just had pop- whoppers man 
Whop, I saw, whoppers? I, whoppers. Whoppers. I had I had a I saw a box of whoppers and I went, I have whoppers in so long. So you just kind of went movie themed. Yeah, it was in a box too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And that's the only thing like, I will only buy shit in the box now. But yeah, no, I had a lot of beer too. Beer? But uh, what's really weird is I can't really pinpoint down what they all were because I did a mix of six pack at fucking Kroger. You just did jungle juice? No, you know it, dude. Just like, <laughs> pour, jungle juice, pour, pour some vodka and some jungle juice. Shook it up. Shook it up. Yeah. Um, the thing about Whoppers and how I know I am an adult now is because all my life growing up eating Whoppers, okay, so same thing. I have to like suck all the chocolate off of them before I can like crunch on the crisp, but it really cuts up the roof of your mouth. Oh yeah, those whoppers are no joke. And so I always, it always happened. And to where eventually I was like, the idea of them is better than you actually eating them. And you oh, know yeah. that. So now yeah. when I oh, see no. them I and I want to eat them, I haven't eaten them in years because I've been able to control myself. And every time I go to eat them, I'm like, you know, you're not gonna feel good after. Like it's gonna hurt your mouth. And I'm like, it's not even worth it. See, <laughs> I, had, I just won't fucking eat Whoppers. There's multiple food, like uh, Slim Jims. I'm yeah. like, man, I hate, like Slim Jims are not good, but every now and then I'm like, I want a Slim Jim. And I know I'm going to feel terrible afterwards, but here I am. But you yep. have it? Oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying, though. Look, I that's, that's the part where I'm saying I know I've become an adult because I will not, like I talk myself out of it yeah. to what like my, my wife or my mom used to do, be like, you're not gonna you know every time you don't enjoy it so yep. you're not going to net like you think you do and you don't and i'm like you know what anthony just don't and yep. i that's the only thing in life i have discipline about that's fucking it. <laughs> <laughs> not eating walkers. no yeah it's like i had a snack size one the one that comes with like three and a little pop halloween you know bag what thing. that would probably be best because i get a little serving but not enough to cut my mouth yeah up. and so i did that and i was like Fuck, this was delicious. I haven't had Whoppers in so long. And I was like, I went before we watched the movie to Kroger. I was like, I'm going to drive up the road to Kroger and see what I can find. And uh, that was the first thing that popped to my head when I was looking at all the candy as I saw the Whoppers. And I went, oh, it's going down. So, yeah. So, that's the snacks. You know? No snack segment. It's time to get right into the thick of it, baby. It's time to start talking about behind the mask. Boy. Uh I'll just go right out the gate and say it. Of uh, it holds the fuck up. That's the last time I've watched it. Yeah, from so, 2006, man. man. Oh, like, yeah. The last time I think I would have seen it was 2010 at the least. Roughly, yeah. And so that was nice. Like Directed by Scott Glosserman. Um, don't know what else he's done, but uh, uh, this he is did like good. Four projects total, oh, one okay. of which is a documentary about uh, Wikipedia. Oh, all right. Is it a mock as well? Nope. It, it's a legit documentary about like, uh, oh. basically, w- whether people should edit Wikipedia and like how factual it can be and stuff like that. Oh, I, well, yeah. I don't know, man. But for 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 what he pulled together on this one, yeah, I, I'd like to see more. I do. I would too. The the main actor who plays Leslie is the same way. His IMDb list is so tiny. Damn. Do you think that was so sad? I mean, do you not to say you think it was? Um, you know, in like uh, Paranormal Activity, yeah, they used oh, well, Katie Featherston. They like, used, she's a great actress in yeah, that movie. Yeah, but they were like really low key. Yeah, and but so like, they used somebody that way they can play the whole the internet when people search for them and stuff. They won't find much. Um, yeah, real, real like low key actors. And so that's actually dope. I dig that. But at the same time, like I said, it was a great movie. Um, we'll just jump. Right into dude Angela Gothals, like she killed it in her role, man. And yeah. it's like my thing is like the only person in this movie I think that we all knew was Robert England and Scott Wilson. Like it was just no, no, no. I know Zelda Rubenstein. She's from the Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I have that written down, but yeah, mm-hmm. we'll get there when we get. There. And I love that like little notion, dude. She played this like she pulled the same voice yeah. Oh, yeah. intentionally. They, of course, it was like, like we said, man, this entire movie is it's just, just one big homage to horror. There are so many Easter eggs in this whole film, um, and we'll, we'll do them throughout the episode, but every time, every little beat in the movie, every scene, I was like, there's something, there's something, yeah. there's something. Where at the end, I was like, really, man, it, it pulled out all the stops. All oh, yeah. yeah. 
Oh yeah, and K- I forgot Kane, Kane Hodder. Hodder's man, yeah, yeah, Kane Hodder's in it. Shout out Kane for, Hodder. For what up, baby? Three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks but, um, inside, he walks and then inside. my wife. I was like, Kane Hodder. My wife's like, Who is that? I was like, We just watched all the Friday movies on <laughs> Halloween. Um, man, you watched the Friday movies on Halloween? Every what about one Friday of them. the Thirteenth? Man, one. I don't think Ice Cube movies on Halloween <laughs> are the best way to go, but I could be wrong, dog. Like, yeah. I don't know. Demo's scary. I as just hell, watched dude. Friday the other day, so I feel it. But no, it's so we straight up. Uh, it's behind. He's standing behind the trash can as she's taking the trash out. Gives us our intro of behind the mask, rise of Leslie Vernon. Uh, we get back to that in here in just a minute, and so we start her standing outside of Leslie's house, giving the speech, doing everything, and then her pitch, her pitch yeah. to the doc. Yeah, her pitch of the documentary. She's terrified because like then they see someone behind the thing over there see someone upstairs they see someone downstairs and then leslie just hey what's up i was just fucking with you what's going on man and it's just like the most down-to-earth looking chill motherfucker comes yeah, out the corner a like, super, dog? A super chill guy and like throughout the movie man you you learn to love him in a way that like you're like i kind of i kind of enjoy like hanging out with him and this dog yep. i kind of like following him like you can't tell if he's slightly autistic or if he's really got it together yeah Dude, it's it's nuts, and uh, that's when we get our first, you know, real confirmation of like this exists in like a universe. Like other slashers are real, like Freddy, Jason, Michael, they all exist. Because in the so, document, the when she's doing the intro part, it takes us to Elm Street, uh, Haddonsfield, Camp Crystal Lake, and, Camp Crystal Lake yeah. and being like, this is where Jason it was, and this is where Michael did uh, a bunch of killings. And so the slashers exist. That is the first thing that we find out is like, this is not an isolated thing. Like he's, you know, he takes inspiration from, well, it's a real person. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's any real life serial killer. Yeah. But you just get to like, they, they get to be comfortable and know that they're expressing like they can be themselves. Yep. And that's not something you ever get to be around. That's why there's so many, uh, books and authors and documentaries and the mind hunter thing is to like yep. get into the psych of a serial killer because when you hear those stories you're like how do you just walk around existing around other people <laughs> yeah and this tells you how yeah you know we're just kind of having that back and forth with Leslie in the living room and in his house he's giving him the tour uh, he makes the joke of with the turtles man I go away for days and they just won't die <laughs> they won't well, die <laughs> Do you know why? No. So the turtles' names are Church and Zoe. Church and Zoe, which yeah. are the two names of uh, churches from the first pet cemetery. Zoe's from the second. Second. So they're named yeah. after the pets of pet cemetery. That is great. I would have never got that. I've I've seen each pet cemetery once. The yeah. One. Well, that's one two, of. And then we'll spit them out as they go. And this is one of the first ones. Is one of the huge uh, homages callbacks this is a, a good ref or easter egg easter egg yeah and uh that's the first one okay is, you know like the, yeah the and names. then and then we get the line of why well, only keep pets that won't die anyway and so he's gonna like, be away yeah you know. and so it's just like holy shit and then um we go to his old house and this is the first time that we get to see leslie vernon's house that he grew up in and she even tells him it's like well what's like if this is your house, why don't you live here? And he goes, "Well, I can't just can't just live here. People would see me." And I was like, "What are you talking about? It's in the trust. Like I could just come forward and get it." Nowadays, a cop just watches after it. Uh, he's got to appear at the house. He's got to show back up to yeah. start getting the 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 rise of Leslie. Everything set up. Yeah. yeah, and so he gives her the story about the house. Gives her the story about the apple orchard, and he even states then. It's all got to have a story. To you, the viewer, you view it as, oh, well, yeah, it's got to have a story. Well, you don't fucking know that he's just getting the stories together and getting the stories out there himself. And you're like, ah, it's fucking brilliant, man. Well, he, he watches the movies and he sees what we all see. He watches the same movies we all watch, the same horror films. He put him, like, he had no, there's no fucking actual book for this there's no guidelines so he created this entire mindset and like this lifestyle where he gets aggressive later and he's like don't fuck this up for me this is my whole life's work yeah and he's completely built an entire persona an art form out of out of being behind the serial killer yeah 
you know, doing the things that they do. Like, kind of, what was the movie? Uh, is it H two O Resurrection? Yeah. Of which uh, one? Resurrection. Resurrection is, I think, the one you're. Where they're oh, where they're on the like Big Brother show? Yeah. 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 It's it kind of that's what later it felt like when he's like setting things up and he's telling you like what are you going to take the batteries out of here like because yeah. when the lights go off they'll go and find uh flashlights like, and i put flashlights in here but the batteries are going to be dead yeah but i put dead batteries i put dead batteries. stuff like that is like it he happens in so the movies but yeah. he's they're thinking about it this is yeah. what they have to do to prep and I, I felt the same vibes of like this felt like them setting it up yeah and getting ready it's crazy yeah and so like i've got it there because then he starts to explain like horror tropes yeah and the first one that he gets to is you know the walking and the running because he goes let me go show you the the survivor girl you guys want to see the survivor girl and they're like the what and he's like the girl that survives She's got to live, man. Like, yeah, he's pointing out the know, groups and like the different, like yeah, you said, so the, the, the tropes, all, like, like in Scream. Like these guys, you know, they're the jocks. They might fight back. These guys, super stoners, man. They're not gonna, they're not <laughs> gonna run very fast. They're not really gonna know what's going on. Now these guys, on the other hand, might get somewhere. Gotta have good cardio, man. And it's like, why? And he goes, well, why? Dude, I gotta look like I'm walking and I gotta run. I gotta not break a sweat, man. And you're just like, holy shit, that's beautiful. And then, of course, it shows it here, like later, it shows him practicing of when he's like running and then he'll just start walking. And then running and walking, I'm like, holy fuck, this is brilliant. It's like because so like you like you're sitting there and you want to laugh, but then like you remember like, oh yeah, he's teaching them that he's how he's gonna kill people. <laughs> but like, well, at first it was really questionable because they never mentioned. I mean, I know she started out with saying like this is the serial killer, but then they just kind of have this this banter that doesn't necessitate the thought that she knows. And I was like. Does she know he's a serial killer? Is that what they're talking about? Until a little bit later, then she says straight up like something about being a serial killer, and uh, or he talks about who he's killed. And but up until that point, I was like, I feel like maybe she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, <laughs> they're later, talking about two different things. Things start happening. One of the guys that's with her are like, "Is is this really happening?" Like mm-hmm. almost like they were like, "This guy's got to be a joke," you know. Well, and that's the thing is like, how serious would you take it? Say you're a filmmaker. And you go, hey, I want to do a documentary about slashers. And someone messages you and goes, oh, yeah, well, I'm a slasher killer. Uh, I would like you to follow me around on my first night out. Well, you're not going to take that seriously because you're yeah, it's no. got your Craigslist ad, man. Yeah, People, you're going to go, oh, fuck, no, this I, is stupid. I have to see or, what this is about. Yeah, or you're going to go. Oh, absolutely! I gotta see what this whack job's about. My die until I realized he was fucking serious. <laughs> That's when it's really scary. And it's like, hey, right, man, I'm not gonna say shit. No one's gonna see this interview. If somebody came to you and they were like, "Hey, do you want to see an alien?" and you're like, "Yeah," so they take you to see it, but then you get into a world of shit, and then you're like, "I wish I didn't know." Yeah, it's like they're trying to probe fuck. you, and yeah, you've gotten too close to them. Now, like you're the you're, you're now the you're the experiment. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, I wish I would have just said no, <laughs> but it's too late. And so, and then we get our next little Easter egg because as they walk away from viewing the Survivor Girl and her crew of merry men, as you can say it, of uh, we see the little girls jumping rope in the same dresses that in Nightmare on Elm Street, the Freddy Krueger, and thing. that's the first one that I noticed. And so I was like, ooh, here we go. Easter eggs are starting. Earlier when uh, she's, like, going through the streets, like, Haddonfield, and they yeah. get to Elm Street. Because Kane Hodder has a little cameo Does there. Does he the, go into, like... The house he goes in is the same address that Nancy lived in in Elm Street. Yeah. Awesome. That's even better. I think the, the door's a different color, but it's supposed to the be The green roof house. with oh, the red okay. door. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. And he turns around and, like, flips them off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that the second wonderful. I saw that, I was like, "We get to the diner the first time. He's talking about her, all the stuff. Like, just watch her." And it's like, he's the only one like really watching, other than the camera guy. Like, the rest of them are staring at him. Like, was well, this the part where we get to him like 
setting up the scene yeah, for he her sets up the, at the trash can. He, He's like, so what's going to happen, Taylor? I watch her every night, and she always comes out back to throw the trash out, and then she puts this brick in the door. So what I've done is tied fishing line to this brick, and you're going to help me out here. You're going to pull it. The door's going to shut. She's going to turn around like she never saw me. And she's like, yeah, okay, I, I guess I'll do it. And then you go back to the scene of, like, it happening in the beginning. Yeah. And so all of that happens, which my favorite thing about this, let me point this out, is if she's prying the door open, that means that's one of the only ways to get that door open. How the fuck did she get back into the restaurant? Well, she probably just went around front. I think she With ran what around. what keys? They're probably inside. No, she just went out back to throw the trash out. And she wouldn't have put a brick there if she had her keys to be able to unlock the door from the back. Uh- uh, Why did she have to have keys for the back? Yeah, because I mean, some of those exit out. doors won't have yeah. uh, entrances from oh, the yeah. inside. Yeah, like you can yeah. walk out of them, but you can't walk in the and, other okay. one. More or less they like lock automatically. Yeah. Okay. Well, never mind then. Okay. And it's I, easier to I walk through the back of the restaurant than it is to walk through yeah. the front. Well, my thing, my to throw trash out. I'd love how it takes these tropes that all these other horror movie slashers do and just yeah. gives them a very down to earth, real world setting on yes. them. That's what I want to say is like, can you picture Michael Myers doing this where he's like, all right, I stand here and then Lori sees me and then she looks away for some, and then I slip back into the trees. And you can't, you can't picture him like setting this up and thinking about it. Like I want to see the reverse shot of him like standing against the bushes like, all right, hopefully she didn't see me. (sighs) Or does he just like, because in my head, I always thought like, he just, like a fucking stoic demon, just turns to the right and walks off, you yeah. know, and yeah. then goes around back and waits behind the house and all Probably. that. But, like, I didn't think about how funny it would be if he was like, oh, 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 I hope she didn't see me. That's <laughs> shit. I mean, what if she saw me? Now I got to go through the goddamn bush on the and other side. And he's trying to, like, sneak around yeah. to the, between the house real quick before Lori gets there and, like, looks to the left. But, yeah, it's like... But it also... Because it... Like, on the other hand, it also brings Chucky into this equation. Yeah. Because bring up Chucky. Imagine a three-foot doll, doll trying to do this. Like, like yeah. <laughs> Imagine him, like, having to maneuver and pull this brick out and flick lights and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> three foot tall. Well, that's what Chucky did, though. Is like well, Child's Play put yeah. you in first-person perspective of oh, him, like, yeah. running around, and he'd run down the hall, and he made that noise, and then she comes around, and she's like, what was that? And he runs back down, and you hear click, 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 click. And you see, like, first-person view of him setting him grabbing the shit off of the table. Sweet Jesus. You gotta do see that. Okay. And now we go to, well, let me introduce you to my buddy. Like, let me introduce you to Eugene. Oh, yeah, this and guy, so dude. And so they go to talk to Eugene, which you said Eugene's name is a, like, a deep cut. So, yes and no. In the movie, it's not. But when they wrote it, they wrote Eugene to be Billy from uh, Black Christmas. Oh. And in the writer and the director's mind, he is Billy from Black Christmas. Like okay. in their head cannon. Another one he, of those Easter eggs, dude. Yeah. That's I can dig that. Okay. But like besides Well, and that would make sense with the way he talks to the way the things he says. A lot of the yes. Easter eggs in this name uh, or in this in this movie are name related. Yeah. Um mm. there's a ton, almost everybody's name, like even Kelly's name is a reference to Jamie Lee Curtis's yeah. uh sister, sister yeah. Kelly Curtis, um, who is the the the, the girl, the survivor yeah. girl. The wife of um, Eugene is also named Jamie, so Jamie, Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis again. Yeah. yeah. The Turtles. Um Doctor the Doctor Loomis character, Robert England, is yeah. uh was it Doc um, Holleran? Yeah, Doc so Holleran. Both from The Shining. Yeah. So there's little little snippets for you. But yeah, so we get to Eugene's and is, are, is she gonna be okay with us? Oh yeah, no, I've already talked to Eugene about this, man. He's actually really, he's really cool that you guys are doing this for the industry. He thinks this is awesome, and then uh, his wife just fucking smoking hot. So I like coming over here a lot. And you're just yeah. like, okay. And then like he opens the door and he's like, hey. And then where, where's uh, where's Eugene? Oh, he's out back. Will you go get him out the tank real quick? Yeah, and she she says it so nonchalant. Yeah, and she's like, he's out been there. out there for a while now. Yeah, and so he gets out there and he goes. Hey, buddy, you okay? And like, well, they, gets him out of the sleep deprivation tank, and they dig him up out of it. And uh, it's like, are you okay, buddy? And he goes, what time is it? 
It's eight o'clock, man. Uh, on, on Tuesday? Tuesday? <laughs> and like, no, it's Thursday. Thursday. No. <laughs> what? Jamie didn't say he's been here for three days. He's been here for three days. <laughs> and so like now they're trying to get him up. And, and so they get him inside, start talking. And of course he goes, you, you sure it's okay to talk about this, Les? Oh, yeah, no, that's fine, man. They are, they already signed Dude. on to it. He's telling them about his survivor girl. They're telling them all the stories. And it's like, fucking Eugene knows that it's the girl in front of him that he's planning on killing. Eugene is staring at her. And she's just still in journalism giddy mode of like, oh, my God, we're interviewing these people. And, like, she's shocked, but she's happy. Eugene just stares at her a lot with just a dead face. And then anytime that Jamie will say something, he'll laugh. He'll be like, oh, yeah, that's great. And he'll, like, smile again and look back at her and start answering questions. Because it's like, even Jamie knows. And so she's probably like, you're, you're, well, you're ter- going to fuck it up. It's terrifying Stop. because, like, you, they think they're following around like a newbie. But they go to his, like, yep. mentor and say he's an he's a, a veteran of the industry. And I'm like, so yeah, you're around a seasoned serial killer that is this old and not in jail and lives in a nice house and hasn't been caught. I would be fucking terrified to be yeah. around this guy. Because I think he alludes to kind of being active like in the 60s or 70s. Right. So, I mean, it's been. Well, and that's when Black Christmas would have first came out. Uh, right? Late 70s. Yeah. So, so that would have been one of my first bits of notes. Like whenever I realized I should be taking notes, that's how drawn <laughs> into this movie I was. Okay. The buildup of the chopping during and that was monologue was so intense. I didn't realize it until Taylor did. Like I was watching it and I'm listening to him talk and he's chopping these carrots. And then you don't realize like it's building and building and building and your heart's racing, but he's telling the story and you're like, she is, you're hung on his every word. And then all of a sudden he like chops it real fast and shit and looks down and it's just like all minced carrot. And you're like, oh, hey, he was getting into like, yeah, he was while he's, that's going the only rhythm uh, that I he's jump. Billy from Black Christmas because as he's chopping faster, he's talking about. Like, basically just talking about how each killer kind of does it, but he's like, or you can just be, uh, kill a whole group of sorority people and either die, get arrested, or just disappear. Right. Those are your options. Yeah. yeah. And then my one of my favorite things is when he brings up, they're like, well, what do you feel about people that get into your industry? And he goes, oh, you mean the hacks? Yeah. And it's like he talks about all these one-hit wonders. And so all I can think about are like, in the 80s when every single horror director was like I need to make a slasher movie and so oh, it's yeah, just all, all these one hit wonders and yeah. stuff like that of like oh this movie was good but it wasn't good enough for a sequel stuff like that like all the one hit wonder slashers you're like oh fuck that's great yeah. uh, but then you get to the red herring and what, what's the red herring what's, red what's herring? the first person that you kill like oh okay like, and so I got sat there and I was like well it's does that mean it's the first kill that the person knows like, because Kelly, Kelly's sitting there. I saw him. I saw the guy out back. Yeah. But then Leslie gives me the line of, well, a lot of that, well, a lot of that we do is CGI. Oh, my God, dude. I've got that <laughs> in my notes. <laughs> a lot of we do is CGI. What, what happens is they make, uh, he makes the the newspaper. Yeah. And he, he puts the story in and everything. And he, he does all the editing so that with the, uh, the microphages that they would change at the library. And he... Because who the the wife of Eugene helped set it. She was like, "Why don't you just see like somebody who would know her routine?" And he was like, "Well, she does stay late at this library sometime by this librarian." So he recreates this whole fucking article yep. and uh, makes it ties back to like her uncle or something. Yeah, that ties family his, member. Yeah, family. Yeah. Member. It was her, her great uncle. And so uh, that was what my my favorite line of the whole movie is yeah. a lot of what we do is CGI. See, my favorite, my favorite comedy line comes after that. Well, what are we doing? Leslie, what are you doing? Shh. Like, and they lose him for a second. He's jumping over everything. He yeah. sets the article down, hops back over. He's like parkouring through and then he lands and he just goes, all right, everything's in place. What happened if she doesn't grab it? We just got to hope that she does, man. We got to see if she takes the bait. Paradise Lost. Oh my God, dude! Guess what? Jesus, Paradise Christ. Found. We, so we're only <laughs> fucking. Like, fuck. We're only so many episodes in, and we already watch movies the same. Because my next notes were uh, whispering monologue about the microphones was so good. Yeah, like the whole time he's whispering and like I'm turning the TV up and I'm just drawn in and I'm like, what's he saying? And he's just so particular about everything, and you're like, he's so well trained. And then he just cuts to like Paradise Lost. 
found it and puts it back up. I was like, this dude has so much fucking charisma. All right, he put all his starting, he puts all his fucking RPG points right into that. He's like, charisma to the top. That and and acrobatics, because I think... Oh, dude, when he scaled that fucking library castle. Yeah. Because I think they even make a comment that, like, he's jumped around like a monkey or something. Yeah, yeah. The way how smooth he is. Then enters uh, famous... Zelda Rubenstein. Yes, uh, her character. Yeah, Miss uh, Collinwoods, which I'm sure is a reference to something. Last House on the Left. Yes, that's Boom. it. Yeah, Boom. The family. God damn, there's so many references. Yep, the main man. family that gets tortured in Last House on the Left is the Collinwoods. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so, you know, she starts giving Kelly the entire story about Les. The whole, the whole legend. Yeah, like the whole backstory. And like I said, and she's then, using. And I even wrote such a backstory. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was good. I had like, to rewind like, it because, like, I got so lost in it, and I was like, "Oh man, I forgot what she started with." Like, I wasn't paying attention, <laughs> so I had to go back because it was a big, deep monologue, oh, like yeah. the whole story. Yeah. Um, but this is actually Zelda Rubenstein's uh, last film. She last film. film before she died. Damn. So you like, I I loved her character in Poltergeist. Um, and she was that the the medium, and she had that high pitched weird voice, which is like oh, yeah. not far from how she usually sounds in interviews and stuff. But she put on this like whole different persona, and she used the same character for the for that. And then this was the last film before she died. Yeah. She had a lot of other great movies, yeah. basically doing the same thing in, in horror. But um, and that's fine, man. So if you're happy with that career, oh yeah, no, no, she was. I'm just saying, she was a great actress. Yeah, and. Uh, and so this was her last film, and I really loved her character. But then she gets fucking uh, hit in the back. Which, this is my favorite part now. It's because I get to there, and she gives the part of hanging in the orchard. Like, yeah. the mother was hanged in the orchard. Leslie didn't say that. So this is then him going, but they might, you know, because Leslie goes, but they might embellish some of the story. We just got to see how they're going to get the story well, no, out do there. Do you remember yeah. he said it to Taylor whenever they were at the farm, and he was like, sometimes you can still hear my, the screams. My, you can hear her. My mom's swinging from the tree. Oh, and then he was like, okay. listen. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just, you I'm just fucking with you. Not yet, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Not yet. But, uh, and so then we get inner Robert England's character. I said uh, Dr. Loomis England. Dr. Loomis England. <laughs> and, uh, you know, inner Robert England's character with Leslie killing the librarian. Why do all these therapists just take everything out themselves? You know, they're like, nope. I'll catch him. I let him grow the fuck up. I should have killed him when he was a kid. I'll, <laughs> well, I'll, I'll deal with it now. Don't worry. I think even usually if they they don't want to kill him, but they're the ones that could most likely talk, talk him down. Him. Yeah. Well, I don't. And so, and of course, his name is Ahab, and uh, which what does Ahab mean? Well, he's he's the reflection of all that's good. And it's like I don't. And it's just like they just keep calling him the Ahab, the Ahab, you know, because that's what he's supposed to be. And then. That's kind of the end of the library. They run now. They're like, holy fuck, what kind they have? Here we go. And, you know, everything. And then that's the first time I wrote down, yep. Les isn't who he says he is. They were excited about, like, him getting, you know, like, his uh, his antagonist. Yeah. And so they go to see Kelly. This is where I have a fucking problem. Because... She comes back. They say they just need coffee. She goes back to get them coffee. So herein lies my fucking problem with this scene is that she's carrying the fucking coffee pot with two hands. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Like, yeah, I, like, I, I usually catch stuff like that. I was like sitting there going, mm. and Phoebe goes, she's supposed to be doing that? <laughs> Me and Tom, <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, in unison. She goes, well, maybe it's old coffee. And I went, don't give it a backstory. Don't <laughs> give a fuck if it's old and coffee. Why would she bring coffee? me old coffee? Why would she bring me fucking like lukewarm temperature yeah. coffee? That's just, that's my one qualm with this movie. That's the only part of this movie that pisses me off. She's holding that with both fucking hands. It's like, oh, this bitch right here. And I was like, could you have not have waited one table just to get fucking prepared for this? <laughs> like, sweet Jesus. Whew. Okay. And then trust. Where's the trust? Leslie finds out they went to go see him pins Taylor against the car and yeah, that's what I was talking about. That's that, that is when dude. you see like this man it's terrifying. is not yeah. a good person. That's where he gives the line like you said like this is my life. Don't, don't fuck with it. Yeah, don't fuck with my work. Even up until that point as we're talking about all these plans to kill someone, he's charming. Right. And he's this likable guy but like like you said that's the first time like 
This guy's scary. I don't want to mess with him. <laughs> and my thing is, they're just filming. I, None I, of her crew is helping was, her. I, I thought that was weird, too. Like, nobody did anything or made a move. Well, they just the sat is, there. And they know, know this, this dude's guy, a murderer. Do you think they still don't buy it? No, I think it's now that you know this guy is being fucking real, you don't want to fuck with him. Like, their thought is probably yeah, like, that's true. well, we're in the van. Like, if he, he kills her, we can drive away. Like, that's probably, like... That's the last thing in their head. Like, yeah, they don't want to see their friend killed. But at the same time, it's like they'll have time to get away or they think they can outnumber him. But they stay. Got to see the documentary out. Hey, man, yeah, I guess. Like, I would have just fucking filmed something for the end of this shit. I'm like, but, nope. Like, because in the horror genre, like, found footage, the big question is, like, why, why don't they put the camera down and just yeah. leave? Right. They just never leave. put the camera down. He, You know, Leslie starts showing on the house. This is where it starts to get real fucking intense. Yeah, he uh, he gave them like a a play by play and like tell us how the story uh, is going to end and like yep. how the entire plan goes and sets everything up. Yep. And the best part is it keeps etching in the kills. Yeah. And those are the kills that we don't see, but we hear as they're happening. And so it's like they're already showing you that he's already executed it the exact way he said he's going to. Well, that dude watching it. In the moment, you'd been led all the way up to this point. Not not many films that are found like found footage. Do I feel like the cameraman? But in that moment, I felt like maybe I was one of them. And when he goes in and kills those two kids, that he's like, I'm gonna let him like get going for a bit, and then I'll pop in. And he goes in there, and you hear all the slashes and everything. Even my wife was like, Oh God! And I was like, My stomach kind of hurt a little bit because yeah. you picture like. This whole time, they didn't know if this was serious. And you're like, you're listening, and you're like, this is still maybe bullshit. Like, if the guy had told you he was a fucking vampire, you're like, I don't believe it. There's no way but I, I would have followed this. that guy around. Right. But then now it's going through, and he, they hear him, like, cutting people up in the fucking other room. And I'm like, that got so real, yeah. so fast. I was like, I wouldn't, I would be so fucking terrified. Because you think about that, but you're like, that was the moment when you're like, Maybe I just should have said no. <laughs> <laughs> and so he goes, well, we got a code of ethics. And it's like, what, why not just open the closet? The closet is sacred. It's like the womb. It's like the womb. You know, we can't just go in there. And it's like, what? But then you think back on it and you're like, oh, yeah, most people that hide in the fucking closet get away, at least for them. Like, if yeah. they come out, they get snatched or something. And then he describes the ghost situation. What's well, a ghost situation? It's whenever he has to go on the fly. Yeah. Oh, son of a bitch. Like, he's got this shit planned out, too, of like, all right, someone tries to be a fucking hero. I gotta yeah. kill that motherfucker. So even before that, he's showing every detail of this house that he's... He knows every... He's like, they're gonna grab the axe, and on one swing, it's gonna break, because I already notched it right here. Yeah. And he's like, they're gonna go find the uh, flashlights with batteries, and then two kids are gonna go upstairs and fuck. And he's like, everything is... Ma and they're gonna do this, because nailed this is just what they do. Windows are nailed shut, yeah, and they're like, what if they break a there. window? It'll be on the second floor... They can't jump down. The scene where he's putting on his makeup and his preparation H, <laughs> which yeah. I thought was funny. He's like, it lowers, what he say? I don't know. It lowers your know. blood cells. Your don't blood pop cells, as much, like, and so you your sweat. veins don't pop and yeah. you don't sweat. Um, dude, it was just as good as the Joker scene and him putting on that makeup and saying, like, his monologue as he's just watching and then he's, like, making faces and stuff. I was like, this is. 2006 pre walking Phoenix, and it was just as fucking intense and terrifying to me. And what else does he put on his face? His own personal, you know, concoction that's fire retardant. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's like fire retardant. He doesn't want to get fire in his face. He's already, he's like, well, this helps. helps. And then just like, well, this all kind of just sounds like cheating. No, it's prep. I can't prep for this. He's like, <laughs> he's like, really. Logically, I'm at a disadvantage here because there's more of them than me. Yeah, and it's it, and then I put that it's more explaining, but he's story building by telling us a fucking story of how it's all gonna happen. Right. So then you're building the story for us just by telling us the fucking story, and I thought that fucking shit was brilliant. Like I was like, holy, what the hell? Like holy hell, he did. And well, like you said, because it shows the scenes, like as he's explaining them, it shows it happening and acting out yeah it's the last part of act two well i'm gonna squeeze apples and juice comes out you know like murder <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to the house one last time you get you get him after he kills the other kids uh at the top at the top 
floor, right? Yeah. After he's like down, hunkering down in the window, like below the window, and he's whispering, and he's like, "All right, there's about eight of them downstairs." Um, so after that whole scene, and he kills them, then she's like, "I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this." And he's like, "Turn the cameras off," and he's like, well, "Okay, let's go." And well, they go outside. We, before we get to that, I want to bring up Eugene's last words that we hear him say. Well, how would one survive this? You run. You don't hide. Yeah. You don't be a fucking hero and don't look back. Don't hang out with a virgin. Yeah. And it's like, he he tells you exactly how to live. Run like hell. And none of them listen to it. None of them. Yeah. Because one of them tries to be a hero. One of them doesn't try to run fast enough. The other one is supposed to live. Anyway. Is trying to hide, and so you're like, "Oh, son of a bitch, that's good." So now, cut back back to you. What you were saying of, you know, we get to the house. We've already described what you said. You hear the slashes, and you're like, "Oh God." Yeah, he takes him outside and puts him in the van. And he's like, "You can go," because he, at the end of this, there's only one way, or you know, one of three ways this ends. Either I get caught, I get killed, or I go into hiding. So. You have to go. Like, I didn't want to say this and be a downer, but now we have to part ways. So it's yeah. been a lot of fun. And he, he has that, like, real moment with Taylor. And then he goes back off into the house. Yeah. But, but I, I didn't think she happen. would go back for the kids. I thought she would, like, go back to stop him. But she's like, we can't let this happen. <laughs> so yeah. they put the fucking cameras down, and then it's go time. Just, yeah. It's no more, no longer a mockumentary. It is now just a slash, horror movie. Like, yeah. a, a like, like movie. multi-cam yeah. film. And so... Like I said, the way he looks at them before, you know, he he leaves them, and then I already I already brought out the I love the idea of her, you know, and then less crying because he's finally there, you know, all these things have happened now to where you're like, this is we're getting ready for the kill, man. Like the spark plug when being he killed, cried about how like to, tonight was the night, and then but I agree with you. Why the fuck did they go back inside? Like fuck yeah. those kids, man. <laughs> yeah, they go in and then. Uh, they're trying to like tell all the kids and the kids are like real stoned on the fucking couch. She's like, you got to go upstairs. We got to show you something. Yeah. Kelly's getting fuck senseless. And yeah. they're like, I went, Oh, well she's no virgin. And then one of them go, the plan is working or I put the plan is working. That was his plan is he goes, they're not going to go upstairs and check on them. They went upstairs to check on them. Yeah. And there were no kids. And then when they go back up there and check again, it's Kelly and them fucking. Yeah, and you're like, oh god, like he set this up completely because he told you, well, no one's gonna go check on the dead kids, so they did that, like you said, like yeah. oh, we got something we gotta show you. Well, he knew they were going up there, and yeah. it's like, what? What's that sound? She goes, he's adjusting the plan. No, he's not. Yeah, that was the whole plan. He just didn't tell you the real plan. He told you everything that he was going to do, and he did it right. You just tried to break it. He already planned for well, that. Well, it's one of the concepts of like knowing the future and then trying to avoid it. But by you trying to avoid it, the future knew you were going to do that. So everything you saw was everything you're doing it now. It corrects itself. Yep. Yeah. And so what happens if someone goes to the shed? I'm just going to fucking kill him off a post hole digger, man. That's what it matter. <laughs> and like, it's a one-off line that you're just like, ah, that's hilarious. Nah, dude, he fucking cuts this dude's heart out with a post hole digger. And puts it in, <laughs> in his, his hands. hands. It was and, so good. And you're just like, oh, the full circle of the post hole digger. And then, you know, they realize the spark plug was the vans. And then my, I think my favorite visual gag of this whole moment is when Kelly goes, I can't fucking do this anymore. And she cracks the fucking top window and you're like, oh shit, he called it. And they're like, no, don't. And she just jumps and <laughs> breaks her fucking neck on the way down because she just jumps straight fucking out to like grab a branch because she thinks she's going to grab a tree branch and just pre-cut, boom, crack, done. Oh and you're God. just like, the girl they've amped it up the whole movie, which now you know that it's Taylor and not Kelly. Right. She is the one that does four different things that he talks about <laughs> all in one motion and you go I don't even think Leslie would have known she would have done all four at once <laughs> like, no I think he knew I think it was oh, the whole plan because he but knew she wasn't a virgin and she might have yeah. just been like that girl they get out he catches Todd Todd goes y'all run get the fuck out of here Todd gets a quick death yeah it's over Leslie pulls his mask up before he kills him out he's of, choking him out. Well, yeah, he's choking him, and he, yeah. but to, he reaches up and removes the mask. Well, no, I think Leslie does oh, it. I'm thinking of Doug's. Yeah, 
Because, like, I'm pretty sure Leslie pulls the mask up because he goes, it's May. And he pulls the mask up out of respect. Either that or he's just being like, you know, because he, like he said, he's like, it's me, Leslie. It's, it's like. I know. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that could very well be what it is. It's like, no, I know what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> like, trust. Like, he's just trying to snap snap uh, Leslie out of it, and Leslie's like, oh, no, that I know what I'm doing. This is all part of the plan. Yeah. yeah. And then she realizes that she's the girl. Yeah. Not Kelly. And then she goes, and then the other girl goes, well, what happens to me? <laughs> My first thought was, why do you want to fucking know? You're now locked in a barn. <laughs> if I was to tell you you get killed in a haystack, well, then guess what? There's a lot of fucking hay around, man. You can be right. fucking anywhere. I don't want to know. If, like, did he tell you how we're going to die? Yeah, don't fucking tell yeah. me. I want so it to be a far, surprise because I don't want to know when right. it's going to happen. And then you get just the brutal, brutal fucking hanging death. Yeah, it, it's like it kind of oh, had, like, God. some kind of uh, Jason Voorhees vibes to me. Like, yeah. when they go to fall off, he wraps the rope around his head real quick and then just falls down. Yeah. Like, oh, and then, you know, then inner Doc again. Doc's back, baby. Yeah. They got to have their showdown. Yeah, they got to have their showdown, but uh, normally it would be a little bit longer. <laughs> she follows the plan, and she goes down the trough out. The sh- yeah. If you knew that's what he wanted you to do, why'd you do it? Right. But at the same time, she now knows she's the survivor girl. So she has to try to live. Yeah, she got an op- She got a chance. And so now she's strong, but she's still scared. But she knows everything that Leslie's going to do. Right. So now she thinks that she's in control. And I start getting, like, major scream vibes from the rest of the movie on is what I got. It's just, like, that ending of where, like, she realizes that the killers are with her. Like, she, like, she's been around them the whole fucking time. And now she's in the tank top, which gives you the, like, you know, the Texas chainsaw thing right. of, like, where she's in the shirt one second, the tank top the next. And you're like, oh, okay, hilarious. Like, that was nice. Like a little, Jessica Biel character? Yeah, just a little yeah. nod real quick. And then she doesn't check anywhere. Knowing that he should be there, she just doesn't check anything. She just goes straight for the axe, everything. Yeah. And it's like... Bitch, I'd be checking everything. Yeah, and she grabbed the axe that she knew he already said was yeah, not. Yeah, that she knew was rigged. Yeah. Then we get the showdown with the apple orchard, you know, swing at each other. We get to, I guess, back to the barn is where they're at, where she lights it on fire, where the apple crusher was. Yeah. 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 So we get back to well, the they- apple crusher, and she squishes one more time, which all you hear is the you don't hear a crack. You don't hear nothing like that. Yeah. Like, but at that point, I would have just kept going until I knew he was dead. <laughs> I my note. put his head in the apple smasher. Yeah. That's what she you said. wanted your story, Somebody's buddy. Somebody's going to be there. And it's like, well, who's supposed to be there? Someone special. Yep. And so then she lets out the blood curling scream afterwards, which it has to happen. It's that horror trope. You've lived. You've won. You have to let it out. You're the final and girl. Then, yeah. And then the thing of just, he's just a man. Is he? Yeah. Because they knew all this. Why didn't they tell the coroner, well, he had flame, you know, he had flame retardant on. Maybe, you know, maybe he lived and stuff like that. And it's like, no, we have the body. It's like, cool. Check him. Like he knows how to lower his heart rate. He knows how to do this, knows how to do that. They, she just didn't say anything. She's like, one of those, you just think he's dead after the apple crusher. Yeah. Well, it, it ended just like a typical like, slash slash movie, yeah. movie, like yeah. oh, just take him to the morgue, and then yeah, and he'll then flip up in Credits the are doctor. rolling. He sets up, and, you know, the flame retardant, he told us yeah. that he put it. Well, it's got flame retardant, so i got to put it I on. I forgot about that. And it's like, oh, man. And so, and that's, that is the movie. It's, and it ends and that's just happening like, during the credits, so there's not anything special with that. It's well, just, it, that's the credits. It's it sitting up. Exactly. Like, the credits The saga roll. continues that way. Um, Even if you, because they... Like, all through the credits, you're watching, like, the morgue worker get ready to examine the body. But even if it wasn't for that, just as soon as it kicks in with the psycho killer. Right. Oh, man. I was. It's such a, it's such a good song, and it's such a, a perfect remedy exactly. to, like, end this yeah. movie on. It, just I, that bass line. We got a friend, uh, I got a friend, Jade, that when he does karaoke, that's the only song he'll do. <laughs> it's psycho killer. Sweet God. <laughs> Me and Johnny have both seen this movie before. Yeah. I want to hear... You said you had a review wrote down. I have a review. I want to hear your review. You're going to hear it? Because you're the one in the room that has not seen this movie. Well, man, I'll tell you how real it was for me. Okay. 
How real was it? All in all, it was a great dark comedy turned horror slasher classic with every every typical beat along the way uh, in the third act done in a way that that keeps you on the edge of your seat despite knowing that it's going to to end given the structure and the source material the progression from inside the mind and the backstory of a killer to the execution is fresh and new to the genre that then slips you into that classic horror popcorn muncher without you really noticing it uh leslie's full mastery of his art and how he always has to be three steps ahead of the entire group of victims uh, depicts the sadistic passion for the trade of a serial killer, like the dedication and those names that we know in the real world in true crime uh, of murderers, kind of like Ted Bundy, the BTK, or Israel Keys. Uh, this movie is a must-see for anybody claiming to be a horror fan of any generation, done in such a way that keeps you involved and in hanging on to Leslie's every word and anticipating his next move the entire time. After a bit of consideration, man, uh, easily resting on my verdict, I give it a five out of five reels. Hell yeah. Hell and yeah. It's an homage to horror. And uh, then how it flips from genre. If it even has like not only talking about all, it even makes a nod to documentary style movies like yeah. Blair Witch without yeah. saying it because it is a documentary. And then the end just turns into the horror film that they've set up the whole way, dude. It's absolutely a fucking genius film it was really good and what are your thoughts still to this day johnny on behind the mask i still absolutely love it uh i mean it's not my favorite slasher yeah. but it's still a solid slasher and just it's a love letter to the horror genre and i'm all about it yeah <laughs> so out of that's the word of, i wanted to use more was love letter to yeah you. yeah so uh, how the, real is it to you five out of five five out of five hell yeah so I wrote it down. Still stands up after fifteen years, years almost. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, no, it is. It's fifteen years. Yeah. I my thing that I said is I was like, you know, I it still holds up. It's been eleven years since I got to watch this movie last time. I wrote I was still smiling the whole time because I still love this movie. I was like, yeah, it's it's five out of five. Easy. Like I'm not even gonna write a full review. I'm not doing anything because to me this is just a special movie in my heart that I will always love. And I may and, watch it again come October. Oh yeah. I may I, may, I, I just watched it uh this past October. Yeah. I think I'll throw it into the mix, man, of like hell yeah. my must watch movies. So, so how many horror movies, Johnny, did you watch this uh past October? A hundred and one? Yeah. For what, like the first or the 31st? Uh, I started September 1st. Yeah. That's usually, that's when I start too, because the way that, the way that my end of the year works. All fall to me is just Halloween. September 1st (laughs) to November 1st is Halloween. Yeah. Then November 1st to about January 20th is Christmas. Yeah. So, you know, the second that Christmas is over, once midnight hits and I fall asleep and I wake up and it's the 26th. I ain't watching a Christmas movie again until the next year. I don't want to hear the Man, fucking music. I fucking I'm love done. Christmas. I, oh, I do too. I eat it up. Halloween, it hits September, and I'm looking at everyone like, who wants to go watch horror movies? Who wants to do this? Who wants to do this? Yes. Who wants to go fucking make I'm pumpkin cookies? Who wants games? to do this? I'm listening oh, yeah. to yeah. Rob Zombie. Like, my playlist, I have a Halloween uh, music Spotify playlist. September 1st hits until October or October's over. Yeah, I, play, like, I, I, I listen, listen to like to. that's when I really get into my like uh, horror podcast and yeah. cr- true crime podcast. Uh, Scared to Death by Dan Cummins is an amazing one. I Hell love yeah. that. I miss piling into a fucking car and being like, "Let's go to all these haunted places. Let's go to do. Let's go see this because it's Halloween and you want to be you want to be yeah. fucking scared. You want to go have a moment and then you want to go in the night by watching a fucking horror movie yep. and have fun. And it's like. I'm so fucking old now that I'm just like, God damn it. Can I just have a Halloween where I go to haunted houses all day well, dude, and I just fucking watch horror that's, movies? That's why this past year, because we were all kind of still in quarantine. Yeah. And so nothing was really happening. I just went full on on the movies. I was yeah. like, I'm watching as many as I well, can. That's what yeah. the wife and I do. Like when September 1st hits, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, we've got 60 days to pump in as much horror yeah. as we yeah. can and I will only play horror games and watch horror movies and we will we'll do a whole stretch but man I gotta tell you being a dad and like being a, like the married dad thing doing that for 10 years one of my favorite things now is to be the house that I put on the display outside and mm-hmm. in the backyard and the kids come to the neighborhood and I've got full size candy bars and I've got the garage door opened with the red lights and smoke billowing out oh, like yeah. from a fog machine and there's just 
guttural demon noises playing from like in the garage, <laughs> like on a loudspeaker. And then oh, the, yeah. I ha- like walk into the back and so that the kid will hand out the candy and I've got a horror film going in the living room so they can see down the hall and like see the TV. And then the whole house inside is decorated. I've got an altar at my fireplace. And then uh, when I when the kids are coming up to the mm-hmm. garage, I'll like walk up and bang on it with a hammer like on the garage door. <laughs> And it's like wonderful. we even put like my little brother one year on a skateboard and like put him where he was like hanging outside of the garage door like on the ground and he's like all right they're coming and then whenever they would get close he would kind of kick his foot and he'd be like no and I'd rip him into it <laughs> oh, it was just fantastic. I love it but the kids come up to the house oh, and they're, they're terrified they're and they want oh, the yeah. candy or they love it and the music's playing oh. and everything and like it's so good dude and then the next day on November first you watch the Nightmare Before Christmas. It's the transition I, between and I Halloween see that. to Christmas. I, that would be the perfect moment for me to watch Nightmare because and you can also start the first Harry Potter movie. We usually I'm watch Coco. Oh, uh, that's fair. November first yeah. for there, yeah. Day of the Dead, and then like our first yes, transition movie to Christmas is always uh, <laughs> is always Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, it's our transition movie into Christmas. Stuff. Right, and we're like, all right, yeah. now Christmas but, movies. Uh, Every Halloween, I'll go do whatever you want. But when 10 p.m. rolls around, it is my time. I want a pizza, I want a Diet Coke, and I'm going to have Night of Living Dead playing. Hell yeah. And which everyone always makes fun of me because they're like, you should start the month with Night of the Living Dead since that's Night of the Living Dead Day. And you're right. I should. But I've always had this special place in my heart to watch Night of the Living Dead on Halloween. Nah, you got so- to save the... The ones that are special, so you save those till the end to of the, the month. Yeah. Man, the big and, I don't watch Halloween well, until Halloween night. Yeah. Dude. yeah. Well, uh, my thing trick is or like, treat is saved see, for Halloween. I did trick or treat in Night of the Living Dead this past one. Yeah. My wife, like, and I do too, but not until I met my wife because I had never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And by this movie, I mean Hocus Pocus. Everyone loves it. It's a cult classic. Still never I, seen Hocus Pocus the entire I way I had never seen it until I met my wife, and she loves it. Now it's a big deal. They're making the second one, right? Yep. Yep. My Hocus Pocus was Halloween Town. That's the movie yeah. I get to yeah. fuck okay. about every yep. year. Because so, my wife's a big Hocus Pocus person, and I've yeah. I enjoy it. It's good, uh, but it's my Halloween Town. See, Halloween the, Town is where it's at. We're gonna get along, buddy. <laughs> I've seen maybe twenty five minutes of Hocus Pocus, and I went to go see. My mom was in the hospital. It was uh, wasn't this last one. Uh, was last Halloween, but it was. So I went up there to hang out with her one Friday night, just sit with her for a little while, took her her dinner, and uh, she was like, you don't have to sit up here. I was like, no, 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 I'll sit and hang out for a little bit. I have nothing to do. She was like, okay. And literally it was just us sitting there watching Hocus Pocus, but it had been on for like 40 minutes. We'll, we'll, we'll watch it this, this holiday. I want you to hit me up in 90 seconds. You got it. In this 1994 star-studded classic, the time has come for a young prince to begin his apprenticeship for the most important role in any good ruling, the head honcho himself. But one very mischievous kinsman, displeased with being booted out of the running for his believed to be rightful position, hatches a plan to displace the young heir in a rather traumatic manner. After witnessing the brutal mishappenings of this scheme, he's advised to desert his inheritance and enter self-exile, convinced that he was responsible for the whole ordeal. During his sabbatical, the young sovereign befriends two big-hearted goofs, one of brains, the other of bronze. After several years of sharing a vagabond lifestyle with his newly adopted guardians, he discovers that his dominion is being oppressed by the very betrayer that inspired him to flee years prior. This now adult heir must return to his land and banish the fascist tyrant and claim what is rightfully his. All in this summer's biggest hit from the mouse himself, don't miss this roar of a time. We hope that if you get the question right on 90 seconds, you hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, The first person that gets it right, we will give you a huge shout on the show. Funny enough, the first person to get episode... One's question was Johnny <laughs> with Mario Brothers. Yeah, and he said uh, he, he made it very clear he would defend that until the day he died. Absolutely, he's gonna die on that hill. Well, like I said, it's a great movie, man. Like it and like it and Double Dragon, I will defend both forever. Yeah, and Resident Evil, Re- Resident Evil One. I'll say which it's not a bad movie, but people put it in the same category. Secret of the Use. 
It's a fantastic fucking movie. Yeah. And it, it, it deserves to be right there with Rough it. CGI at the end, but... but still a good movie. Yeah. Um, and then episode two, um, a shout out to Caitlin Seltzer for getting it right with Child's Play. Granted, not a 90s movie. We forgot about that. Yeah. Until we had already uploaded I did, it. Yeah, and I did budge that off, which, I mean, there were some made in the 90s, but not that one. Yeah. And so it was 1988. Um but I was made in the 90s, and it's my favorite horror film, so that <laughs> but, counts. But, Johnny, who did not get episode two's right? Jingle all the way. Yeah, you're right. Ethan, if you're listening, <laughs> um, we love you. We love that you you chip in as much as you can. You actually gave us our first fan movie that we're going to be watching and listening to and reviewing for your pleasure because you asked it, and you're the only person to really recommend a movie so far, which is nice. But, buddy... How did you get Child's Play to jingle all the way? I need answers. I, I, I guess it could be the whole toy thing, but I also said a single mother. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And I don't think there was a three-name killer in jingle. In jingle all the way. Yeah. He was thinking of Sinbad. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't remember that post guy's name, but he was definitely a murderer. That dude was definitely a killer, man. I yeah. think he was just a genie. Yeah, (laughs) we'll talk about that in the future that movie exists fuck everyone that says it doesn't so thank you guys once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the semi-social movie club we will be back with you next week for a new episode of what movie well you know we gotta keep that a secret they're gonna have to find out on the twitter is where we're gonna put all those hints or check our stories on facebook and instagram and you'll get a little bit of a hint of what our next movie will be but until then once again we appreciate you joining us once again i am cody i'm aj johnny and we appreciate you guys tuning in this week go back and check us out give episodes one through five a listen and let us know what you think about all of those for everyone that's leaving us reviews on apple podcast that severely helps you have no idea it helps the show game more people because the more reviews we have the more itunes will start suggesting our show to people that look at shows the same way but until next time we do appreciate you joining us get out there watch more movies and just be happy keep watching movies that was dope i know right This production is brought to you by Vapor Valley Noise Cult.